Money FM 89.3, the best of your money. Money and me on your money, only on Money FM 89.3. We are celebrating International Women's Day all this week here on Your Money. And I thought that today we'd look at how one woman not only has managed to grow her career to make a bigger impact on others, but how we can all jump on the theme of reinventing ourselves. My guest today believes you shouldn't wait for someone to give you the tools to accomplish your goals. You should get out there and create your own tools. Reminds me of what someone said to me about uh, students in Harvard. She said they're told not to look out for the jobs that they want or wait for someone to hand them a promotion, but create the jobs themselves. So how did my guest affect move her career forward when she arrived in Singapore and how has she helped make much wider and much yummier food options for children recovering from cleft lip and palate surgery here in Singapore. Here to share inspiration on reinvention, something many of us will have to do many times in one lifetime. Let's meet Ashu Sharma. She's operations manager at Sodexo Singapore and she's part of the Master Clefts team as well. Ashu, nice to meet you. Thank you, Michelle. Good morning, and it's lovely to join you. Now, you carved out new opportunities for yourself. You headed to a male-dominated field. I understand um, the ops managerial field is primarily male-dominated. And your background, though, was in the realm of food. So my first question for you, Ashu, is how does a dietitian become an ops manager? Well, uh, before moving to Singapore, Michelle, actually, I was practicing as a clinical dietitian. However, after many years of my practice, I felt a greater ambition and desire to do more and make a bigger mm-hmm. impact. So I made the daunting switch to become an operations manager. So this was a totally different line of work as opposed to my clinical field. And I quickly realized it. So I, I wanted to make myself relevant and suitable. So I decided to upgrade myself. So I pursued okay. a master's degree and joined mm-hmm. the workforce. And since then, okay. there's no looking yeah. back. Yeah. Uh, can, you, can we back up just a wee bit and tell me, what was it about the feel of, you know, being an ops manager that attracted you? It seems very different from, you know, dealing with food and nutritional counts and all that. Well, operations is a very dynamic field. It, it works with managing services that you deliver to the clients, and it's all about managing people. And managing people has always been the core of my uh, work ethics. So when I realized mm-hmm. that there is, a bigger audience that I could reach out to, I decided to make a switch. I love how you phrase that. A bigger audience that you can reach out to. And I think if you can manage people, that is a superpower, Ashu. You must share more with us there in just a while. But first, let's back up a little bit on the theme of reinvention. I'm sure many listening in are thinking, okay, there are real things that we have to do, nuts and bolts on the ground. So you are from India, and when you came to Singapore, you think, okay, what skills do I need to get ahead? So what did you decide on? So I realized that um, I was actually very, very well known in, in dietetics fraternity in India. So when I read Singapore, I realized that uh, my education was also not recognized. So, you know, I I had to start afresh. So I decided to uh, upgrade myself, Michelle. So I I decided that I will pursue another master's degree in healthcare management. Mm -hmm. And uh, while at work, I started taking up courses. I started getting on the job trainings. 
So uh, basically, the experiences and learnings that I gained uh, while managing the diverse portfolios, while coming across different people, they're very actually gratifying and dimensional to my career. Wonderful to hear. I like uh, the saying that was quoted in, in the pitch that came our way that you believe in. Don't wait for someone to provide you with the right tools to accomplish your goals. Get out there and create your own. Okay, give us a bit of the background of that and how you've applied that in your own life. So basically, the inspiration behind this mantra, Michelle, is the sense of independence. I realized long back that right time and right opportunity are difficult to come by together. So if there is right time, create right opportunities. And if there are right opportunities, it is the right time. Uh, I didn't want to wait for things to happen. I wanted to take, take charge of my life and make decisions. So either we make right decisions or we make our decisions right. So I went and, and uh, spoke at my workplace that, you know, I want to grow. I want to do much more than what I'm doing today. And here I am. That is so wonderful. So you actually spoke up to your bosses and said you yeah. want to do more? You want to, you want to switch to a different role? Is that what happened? Yes, I actually went and told them, I feel I am underutilized. I am way more capable than what I'm doing. So mm-hmm. tell me what can I do? And, uh, and, there was- and how was that received, Ashu? Well, I well, think apparently. I'm fortunate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I think um, Sodexo has been a very, uh, very supportive organization. I'm fortunate that I work in an organization like Sodexo that has a work culture rooted in diversity, equity, and inclusion. So when I went there and spoke to my boss about it, he did not think twice. And he said, wow, this is the first time someone has walked up to me and said that. Give me some time and let me see what we can create for you. And, All credit uh, to him as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yes. So, uh, and then then started the journey of um, me learning the operations and managing big teams. Okay. Now, on that point of managing big teams, you mentioned to me earlier that managing people is at the core of what you feel you do well. Now, can you share with us your approach to managing people, which is famously tricky? I mean, you have to understand many different people's motivations. People don't necessarily like being told what to do. What is your approach to managing people? It's a very important question, Michelle, actually. So influencing people is actually a skill and that takes time, effort, and deeper understanding. So, and trust me, it's challenging. Mm -hmm. However, over the years, I have made my approach very clear and sorted. I firmly believe in building honest relationships. Everyone, no matter how different they are, they have a voice and they are waiting to be heard. So I connect with them and I, I talk to them. But before people could share their voices, they need to trust you. So trust is something which I think is very uh, prudential to any relationship, whether it's in your personal life or in professional life. So another approach that I strictly follow through, rather diligently follow, is speak through actions. I believe mm. in doing things and I, I'm never shy of supporting my team in whatever capacity I can. And, and that, that goes a long way. Wonderful. These are real gems for us here on Your Money. And we're speaking with Ashu Sharma, Operations Manager from Sodexo. And we're talking to her because we're exploring the theme of reinvention all this week. In fact, tomorrow we'll have a career coach walk us through how she reinvented her career as well. What do you think are some common barriers to career reinvention, Ashu? You, you know, pretty much changed your life. You moved from being a clinical dietitian 
right? A certified clinical dietitian to becoming an operations manager at global food services provider Sodexo. So what do you think are some common hurdles that people face when they attempt career reinvention? Today, I mean, women are overwhelmingly still the main caregivers in their families, and they do carry out a lot of household duties. So when you add work responsibilities to the mix, I believe women end up carrying an overall higher mental load and they, they tend to burn out. So in workplace, the biggest barriers that women could come across is most likely pay disparity, different benefit structures. They might not be given right trainings. There may not be flexible work arrangements available. There may not be family-friendly policies. So at an organization level, if, if a company wants to address this, they need to make a top-down approach and bring some mm. changes all the way from senior management to the ground level. Because I strongly believe women can bring incredible productivity and value to their roles. Oh, that's uh, very good advice for women within organizations about how they can make change happen as well, uh, given their sphere of influence. Now, what are some factors do you think maybe we all need to think about when we're considering career reinvention? So when, you know, I would, I would say there are a couple of uh, advices probably I could, I could share, and that's based on my own personal life. First of all, I think you should really build a strong support team around you, whether it's at home or at work. Strong support structure will actually enable women to build their focus, and this clean focus will propel them well in life. You really need people at home who could support you, and I was fortunate enough to have that, mm-hmm. as well as workplace. Secondly, I feel that don't let anyone define you. You know, it's wise to seek feedback from others, but stay true to real you and your goals. Don't be scared to take well-calculated risks. And, and, you know, because that will eventually push you out from your comfort zone. So I believe these are the things that women can exercise in their lives to propel themselves in their personal or professional life and never, never stop learning. Never. You know, when we step into, we may have this new vision for ourselves, this new role for ourselves, and then you step into that that role and you realize it's all unknown, it's all new. So what do you think that we can do once we have successfully reinvented, but we're new? How how can we thrive in this new environment? So uh, again, I said, like I said, when it comes to a new role, you must not stop learning. You should never be shy of admitting things that you don't know. Don't be scared of making mistakes. If Mm. you don't know something, reach up to your management, reach up to your people, whether they are working above you or whether they are part of your team. Ask them, how is it done? I need help. That is the most important approach, I would say, when it comes to adjusting yourself in in the new role. Don't be afraid of getting judged. Because if you are not able to perform your role, you will fail. You need to really admit and learn the gaps that you have and work with people along with it. Yeah, I remember when I first joined broadcasting centuries ago, and I would ask a lot of questions. And, you know, there were, there are always going to be people at the workplace that are going to sneer and say, well, you should you should know these things. Yeah. And I remember saying, I don't know. I don't even know what I don't know yet. You know? <laughs> 
<laughs> so right. I'm going to keep asking questions because I'm feeling my way into this new environment. So I kept asking questions and I still do. So I, I pick up on your point as well of a growth mindset. And I think that's very important to have when you are yeah. in, a, in a new environment, especially. And right. not judge yourself if you keep asking questions or that's um, right. yeah. you feel uncomfortable initially. All right. So how do you think we can leverage existing skills and experience when reinventing our careers? Some people may not be thinking of reinvention as a whole new me, but, you know, wanting to incorporate what they already have, right? Again, I mean, reinventing what you are already doing. Um, it, you may not be uh, switching your careers, but you may want to prosper in whatever you're, exist- you're doing already. So people say, for example, myself, I mm-hmm. made a career switch from a clinical dietitian. I moved to an operations manager, but I never left the expertise of my clinical dietetic mission. It, it's good to explore the unknown, but I believe if you are making a career switch, the advice I would give is, don't leave your basic roots or basic career that you had. However, if you're prospering in your current career, then set targets, organize yourself, ask questions. Don't be afraid. You're not supposed to know everything. Be, be brave to speak where you feel there is need to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Were there very real financial challenges when you started uh, this whole process of reinvention or starting a new career? <laughs> you know, when, when people reinvent, sometimes they, take, they need to, to reassess their financial plans. Um, so did you have to deal with any financial challenges as you embarked on reinvention? Well, uh, this is an interesting question. So fortunately, I, uh, I did not have to face that. But I think uh, what is even more significant here is that if women decide to make career switch and they, have, uh, they are afraid of some financial you know, drawback down there, They should prepare themselves first before making that switch. Again, a strong support system around them is essential and well-calculated risk needs to be taken. Mm, Yes, well-calculated risk. That's an important phrase. All right, I cannot let you go, Ashu, without talking about your role in the Masterclefs. I remember reading this story in the news and thinking, this is so wonderful. I was reading that many of these children in the hospital, after they've been through cleft lip or cleft surgery, would have to be eating steamed egg, rice, easy to cook, um, you know, easy to swallow rice and soup for three meals a day. And that 50% of those recovering wouldn't finish their food during their three-day hospital stay uh, because they simply got bored of it. And you had parents running out to get them yummier local food. But unfortunately, these children would then end up with wound-related food-related sort of because they'd have to use their jaw in a certain way. Yeah, so there are all sorts of complications because cleft surgery involves, we know, bone grafts. So when I read about the Master Clefts team and how they reinvented the menu for children, I thought, this is just fantastic. So it's wonderful to meet you. You're part of this team, right? Tell me, how did this initiative, how has this initiative really helped improve the quality of recovery for cleft patients? Well, this is a great journey, Michelle, and thank you that you you raised this question. So basically, you have rightly said cleft patients are actually those which have cleft in their upper lip or a palate. It's a birth defect. And after surgery, many a times, children will not eat well because either they don't have appetite or the food served is, is horrible. And that results in poor recovery and, you know, a lot of surgical complications. I realized this gap and wanted to change this to an opportunity, so to say. 
So I started working closely with a team of doctors, dietitians, therapists, and, and the food service staff from KK, which is Sodexo. We planned a new menu that was easy to chew, which was, it was nutritionally balanced and was extremely tasty. We went through many rounds of food tasting, you know, and, and approved and planned all those meals and diets. And with this new improved menu, the patients were able to eat much better, recover faster, and their hospital stay reduced considerably. So this was like a remarkable journey all along. It took us two years. Wow. Wow, that's incredible. And so now the, the menu includes things like Mirabus and curry, is that right? <laughs> right. right. <laughs> that's wonderful. More choices. All right, in celebration of Women's Day, International Women's Day, that happens tomorrow and celebrate it internationally. Um, Asha, I'm going to challenge you. You've given us a lot to chew on, a lot of great thoughts here. But if there's something new you can raise, because repetition is the death of radio. So share with us one more new idea, an important message you want to send out to women rethinking their careers and life. I think I would really, really tell all the women out there, just have faith in yourself. Don't be afraid. Don't be scared. You will do well for yourself. Love it. Love it. You need faith to move on. Believe in yourself. Well, thank you so much, Ashu, for sharing your story with us uh, and some tips on how we can manage as well. Ashu Sharma is Operations Manager for Sodexo Singapore. Thank you, Ashu. I look forward to hearing more of how you're changing the world in future. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you. This is Money and Me. I'm Michelle Martin. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.